Okay, I'm with Kalia Jade McCary. Uh, she's from Australia. Pagan Virtues is the short film uh, played at the Experimental Film Festival. You call this film a very selfish experimental film, correct? Yes, indeed. So explain to explain to me why you call this a very selfish experimental film. It's a selfish experimental film because I filmed it with me, my tripod, and my apartment, and I wanted. Um, I, I like using myself as a subject and sort of turning myself into a medium of art. And um, I don't. I, I like having full control of whatever I create and not worrying about any other crews or guidelines that I have to follow. Um, hence, I, I follow a very selfish guideline whenever I create anything. So you got some, obviously, some of those are those are those are your eyes in the film. I'm assuming, I guess, right? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And then the images, is there some animation in the film at all? Or is it just straight photography? It's it's straight photography. So it's used with um, me and my iPhone um, set up on a tripod, um, filming a bunch of scenes, um, largely not knowing whether they'd come out well or not, um, just sort of filming whatever felt right, um, doing a bunch of experiments um, to see if they look good visually or not, and then um, putting it into Premiere Pro and then applying a bunch of visual effects um, like the, the black and white outline um, style to make it appear like animation and it, adjusting the frame rate as well to give it that effect. So how much, um, how much like kind of like uh, trial and error did you have like with all the images? Certainly a lot of trial and error. I, I'd say only um, half the amount of footage that I filmed actually made the final cut, um, especially because I wanted it to be such a, a short, um, film within like a few seconds of each clip um, to use um, as we're rotating throughout. I didn't want to use anything too much, but I also wanted, um, yeah, scenes to burn into people's memory enough. Um, but there were a few other scenes that I had to cut um, for different, for various different reasons, but it was um, it was a very valuable experience just to try and um, find many different things to film with very low-fi production methods. So then it was just like you just did this all by yourself in your in your in your in your, in your house, as that's what you said? Yeah, yeah, indeed. I just a creative outlet that I wanted to do because I'm um I've been lacking lacking a um really fulfilling creative project for a while. Um I'm a, I'm in my final year of uni at the moment and um juggling work on top of that. So um, we're following a lot of routines and schedules and guidelines. So I needed something just to sort of fuel that creative spark and uh, sort of outlet for a lot of energy. And this sort of film, I'd been pondering making something like this for about a year now. Um, and only at the start of this year, I sort of thought, you know what, we're going to actually uh, like execute it. Um, and it turned out, I think, as good as I could imagine it to, I think, hopefully. So this wasn't, so you go to university, uh, you go to Queensland University of Technology, correct? Yeah, yeah, indeed. And this wasn't, but this wasn't a school project. This is something you just did for yourself. Yeah, yeah. This is just an independent project. I just wanted to do for fun. Um, I so I'm doing a film degree at um at QUT at the moment. But I I consider myself an art student, just sort of wearing the clothes of a film student. Um, degree, uh, which is all well and good. I like having a sort of multidisciplinary skill set, but I'm certainly more in the sort of creative, experimental side of film rather than the the narrative side of film. Um, but yeah, this is just an independent project. Um, I had learned how to do experimental film for one uni assignment um, the previous year, and but that was only like a minute long. So I sort of had that sort of lust to create something a little bit longer. And um, yeah, it turned out I had a real knack for it, I believe. So you you want to capture the, the energy of a pagan fire. That's basically what you said in your synopsis, right? 
Yes, yes, indeed. I, I I don't know what my fascination is about it. It's just that sort of key aesthetic of um of the ritual um with the natural elements of like fire, flowers, and then the more like grotesque things like blood, all combined into one visual spectacle. Um, it's a real sight, especially because um, my my world is just dominated by technology, and to have this break from it. Um, imagining a world where no technology exists and it's just the sort of the raw elements of human nature and nature combined. That yeah, that's really what fascinated me with this film. You were born in the two thousands, though, correct? Yes, yes. So then you're, but you're you're the 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 generation of technology. This is what your generation represents is technology. I agree. Yeah, Gen Z. That's um, what I've been raised for. I, yeah, I, I don't know a world without technology. I mean, at the moment, I'm looking at my desk. I have like four Apple products at my hand. So um, yeah, it is, it is really refreshing, especially even making the experimental film. Um, like aside from the editing process, it's very sort of hands-on. Um, get away from screens for a little bit whilst you're in front of the screen. Um, the actual experimentation that goes on behind it. Um, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. And you shot this on your phone, correct? Yeah, yeah. I, I, iPhone uh, 13 Pro, I believe, and um, experimenting with a few settings from that uh, with the different lens types and um, the 4K quality um, has been an upgrade for my iPhone 7. Um, I like having my iPhone as a... Because um, I don't have a traditional camera myself at my disposal, um, but I'm quite glad that I don't because obviously it's an expensive investment, but I feel like I have more opportunities with the iPhone because... Not only can I film it whenever and wherever I want, but it's such a small camera that can just, um, yeah, it can access a lot more things. So can I ask, how did you do the the light, uh, the match, the light match? Oh, uh, yes, the, the light and the match. So um, that all the, all the fire that I filmed, I decided not to incorporate like bought or royalty-free stock footage. So all the fire is legitimate fire footage. Um, the actual match itself, like the close-ups of the match was filmed outside of my balcony so I wouldn't set off the fire alarms in my apartment but that was just in front of the black fabric um, with the exposure exposure adjusted um, for the outside lighting and it produced a really crisp clear image that I was really proud of but the actual me lighting the um, the fire um, with the sort of weird color effect that goes around it that makes it look like an animation outline that was um, mixing around with colors in Premiere Pro um, sort of yeah, uh, mainly, uh, often I have no idea what I try to achieve visually. I just sort of play around with the settings, and if it looks good, then it stays. Gotcha. And so you you must be pretty f- proficient with the editing software that you have, though. I'd, I'd like to say so, because I'm an editor myself as a, as a job and for uni, um, and this, like, experimental editing is just, it takes the creativity like, to a whole other level. I like bringing that creative medium into filmmaking and editing because it's, I sometimes I consider myself a bit of a visual DJ in terms of um, experimenting with all the settings and um, making the visuals, like, in tune with sounds and music and um, certain feelings. And uh, it's, it's really fulfilling when you can actually, like, see something in front of you and adjust it to your own control and you have when you have that much control of everything um yeah it's so much more easy to experiment so the film uh how's the film doing like i, I know it's, it's screened at a couple of places uh in your in your in your the great country you live in uh so how's the film doing how, how are you what's the response been okay so my response so far um, coincidentally, like as soon as I finished production, my uni put out a um, a short film competition 
um, notice for the shorties and it had an experimental film section. So I thought I might enter it in, um, even though it's not a uni assignment, I was still allowed to enter it in. Um, and it did, it, it was really well received, um, picking up two awards from that. And of course, I'm very grateful for, for your recognition. Um, my first international recognition for an award. Um, it's at the moment, I've just sort of been, um, it, it's not a priority in terms of distributing it. It's one of those films that if people see it, and if it shocks them, then my job is done. It's one of those like hidden hidden gems that um, people, well, I, I hope it can just appear on people's eyes someday. Um, but I, I have distributed it to a few other festivals that I'm wanting to hear back from. Um, all this is a bit of a experiment pretty much being that um, obviously very low-fi production methods, very um, yeah, quick, low-cost production, all that. Um, in total contrast to um, a lot of other short films, especially like short films made in my uni year that have so much money put on them, so like, yeah, vast amounts of production crews and everything, and they entered them into so many festivals and I just wanted to test how how far my film can go, even it's even though it's just a very small production. Well, it got, got as far as our festival and we, we sent you uh, an audience video from North America. What did you think of what they had to say about your film? I, I was ecstatic, honestly. I was so much fun working up to that um, and to see or, or to hear all, all that they had to say about it. And I, I couldn't agree more with their feedback too. Um, it just made me so happy um, in, in a very strange way to hear, uh, like it was the highest form of compliments um, hearing that it was a very disturbing film and that it was like witnessing a murder and then just, um, yeah, in a very strange way, really, um, yeah, really fulfilling for me because it, it's certainly a sinister film, but... I wouldn't consider myself a sinister person. I, I'd consider myself quite happy and, um, yeah, just con living in sunshine the majority of the time. And so to make something like this and to be recognised for something um, of this nature is is a real step forward in my personality, I reckon. So, yeah, and it's, yeah, like I said, it's, it's everybody's got their own interpretation of what of what they're seeing but it's still you're still evoking some, you're evoking emotion, you're evoking some sort of feeling for the audience. We can't take our eyes off what you're giving us so that's that's what an experimental film was supposed to do i guess right indeed yeah I, the, what my favorite part about experimental films are is um the lack of narrative um mainly because i, I yeah constructing a narrative it just it takes the um the sort of uh, the visceral meaning out of films i feel um and it, like the audience have just shown what they like what they're supposed to feel what they're supposed to see rather than interpreting it themselves um, and creating their whole, like a whole new meaning um, for each different person when watching an experimental film, which is what I love about it most. So what, uh, where do you think, where do you see yourself going after you graduate? Where do you, what do you want to do? Well, after I graduate, and that's, um, this is going to be a realisation I'm going to have to face in a matter of months. Um, I'll certainly be taking the practical approach in terms of finding a full-time job um, within the editing field, um, getting my life on track, and then hopefully when we have that sort of balanced routine of a adult lifestyle, um, I can maybe find some spare time to just have more creative outlets like that um, and experiment with more techniques, maybe upgrade technology if I need, but I do love, um, yeah, just keeping it very minimal um, just to sort of test my limits of what I can do with what I have. I'd like to consider myself a very resourceful person. So you're, you, you're going to stay in, uh, obviously stay in uh, Australia? 
Yes, I, I'd love to. I mean, of course, I'd love to travel around the world, but Australia is just my home. It's 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 all I've known, and it's just it has everything for me in terms of. Uh, I'm grateful to be living just by the beach, and um, if I need uh, to go into the city, it's only an hour to drive away, and um, and I have a flight down to like Sydney and stuff, and they have like a, a um, pretty decent film industry going on there, um, certainly emerging as well. Um, but I'm not too fussed on going in like the the movie industry. Um, of course, for um, for income wise, uh, it'd be awesome if I could go into something more like creating commercials or something like that, still in the short form entertainment, um, something more corporate, but then on the side, do a complete contrast and make more experimental films. And if I could make the money from it, I'd do music videos for a living as well, because they, they, they tend to be quite experimental. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you're, that could be your future. I have a feeling that it will be. The, the I, I would love it if that would be the case. If I can get a living income off that, that would be heaven. Well, you got you got some good. This this film in particular has got some really interesting visuals, and yeah, I guess you can just find an indie band uh, that basically show you can. It's basically you're showcasing your proof of concept of a music video. Find a band yeah. and you do a video for them, and uh, then you're on your way. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Especially something that's like a really alternative music group that just want to experiment with visuals rather than the the conventional like yeah playing a typical band live set and filming it and adding some lens flares something really left field. Yeah, I think you could do that one too, but I just you're going to give it your own little twist, right? You'll give it your own little like you're going to comfort the audience that needs to be comfort, but you'll give it a little your own kind of point of view. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, tweak the colors a little bit, add some effects, distort. I think I think you're on your way. Yeah, this is uh really this is a really creative film. I remember when I first watched it, I'm like, yeah, the, this she's on to something here. This is something that that um she's giving us visuals that that we can't like is it stock footage? Is it something that she's manipulating in the editing room? Is it animation? We're we we're not we don't really know exactly what it is. And that's that from a filmmaking standpoint, that's 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 very that's very interesting to uh and then you're you're piecing a story together. If you're paying attention, there's there is a story there. Mm, I'm so glad you say that. Yeah, my my aim is definitely to perplex, and if I can end the film with um yeah, let it, leaving people haunted and hypnotized, then yeah, my job is done. So you're gonna make another uh, you make another similar film like this uh, anytime soon? I'd love to. Um, especially uh, I'll get through this final semester of uni, end on a strong note, um, and hopefully in my summer break. Um, so similar to situation for um for this film. Um, hopefully I'll have some spare time and more inspiration and I'll I'll see what else I can concoct up and I'll see what my life um, throws at me at that point. I can get inspiration from um, different life events um, wherever life throws me and um, yeah, I'll see what I create. So here in the Northern Hemisphere, we we this is our summer break now. Uh, <laughs> so where, when is your summer break? Like when is, when is your school year run? I'm just curious. Yeah, so my, um, well, for uni and school, I guess, uh, runs the same. Uh, we start at around uh, late February, and then we go into, um, or for uni, I go into the, the start of June. We have a um, a June break, well, which I'm currently on now, and I'll go back in a few weeks' time. Um, so we pick up from late July to around about start of November, and then we our summer break sort of starts from, from late spring. So like so basically you were like it's it's like uh December and January is your your or November December is your is your is your summer break because you guys are the opposite of us right your summers yeah. is our winter vice versa 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we have all summer to just, yeah, spend by the beach as every Australian does. Yeah, it's 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 you should make a film about the this northern hemisphere bias in in our world. I'm sure you really you're aware of that. Oh yeah, yeah, certainly. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's something to think. That's something to ponder. <laughs> mm -hmm. So congratulations on the film. Uh, I'd love to talk to you again when you make your. You should keep doing films like this. You should keep. I know you're busy with school and stuff like that, but you should keep kind mm -hmm. of experimenting and creating and. And you know you're you're getting accolades. I'm sure you're understanding that you're onto something, so you should keep doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking to you is such such an encouragement to me. So I'm I'm so grateful to be on here and for you to have me. And then, but your university gave you a award for a film that you didn't even do within the university. That should tell you something else. Indeed, yeah. It was yeah. Good. Yeah, it's such a, a strange experience because I, I did not plan for this film to be anything more than just adding to my portfolio just to uh, for people to to see maybe late at night and then just question what they've just witnessed. But, um, yeah, I'll be interested to see where this film goes. All right. Well, congratulations. I uh, wish you the best of luck. I'm doing this podcast. Uh, it's, a, it's almost 11 p.m. in Toronto. What time is it for you guys? It is 12.51 p.m. for me now, so I might literally go to the beach, as I've said, because even though it's winter here, it's um, pretty much summer weather for you guys. Yeah. So, yeah, you're 14 hours ahead. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. Uh, like I said, let's talk again when you make your next films. I want to see what you do next. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me, Matthew. Thanks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven.